where we explain people. And we're so excited today to teach you a little more about your fellow human beings in all their shapes and colors. I'm Master Life Coach Kim Giles, and I have Sarah Henderson in the studio today as my co-pilot. Sarah, so glad you're here. Hi, Kim. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so excited to be your co-pilot today. Today, I'm really excited about this show. We're going to talk about heart, and people who are the shape of heart are honestly some of the nicest people in the world. And you may not know you're a heart, or you may not even know what we're talking about. So let's talk a little bit about the quiz and, and the shapes and how you find out what your shape is. If you haven't taken the quiz, we encourage you to go to 12shapes.com. There's a link right there to take the quiz. It'll actually take you into our web app. And what the funnest part, Sarah, once you get into the app and you take the quiz and you learn about your shape, is then inviting all your friends and family to take it so that they will show up in your app and you'll be able to see what shape they are. And then the app kind of teaches you how to get along with them. It's so great. It's so life-changing. I love it. I, it's been an amazing change for me. And that's why I'm here joining you, Kim, is just because this whole shapes program has had such a great impact on my life and my relationships. So I just can't wait for people to go there and see how it works for them. So let's jump into talking about heart. Can I tell you, they're the sweetest people, just the sweetest people in the world. Oh, They are. So on our Octagon show, I told you about some celebrities or famous people that were yeah. Octagons. So I did find a few that I think are probably heart. And I don't know if you've watched the show, This Is Us. Have you seen it? I didn't. I haven't been watching that. It has been like a huge hit from day one. And I really love it because they adopt a black little boy oh. who I have an adopted child. So I, anyway, I like the show. But the actress Chrissy Metz from that show, I've liked her so much. I've been following her on Instagram. She's just so cool. And I'm pretty sure she's a heart. Wow. What makes you think that? What personality traits or what character or what behavior makes you think that she's a heart? Oh, you know, watching her on Instagram, she's so caring and loving. And a matter of fact, she's got another movie that just came out. And I wish I remembered the name of it, but it's, she's the mom and the little boy falls through the ice and almost dies. It's kind of a spiritual film. Okay. And when she's in that role of just this loving mom, I kept thinking, okay, this is her, this is her role because hearts are the most nurturing, caring people. They're just sweet. Now, one of the issues with that is that they're not loud. They don't come into a room and you know they're there. Matter of fact, sometimes they're, they get looked over because they're kind of a little more reserved than a lot of the other shapes. Hearts are also not materialistic. They're sort of humble and easy to please and laid back, that kind of thing. They're really slow to anger. Like, it takes a lot to piss off a heart. <laughs> you got it done something pretty bad. Wow, okay. You know, last show with Octagons, we said, what's the one word that describes them the best? And I said, influencer. Mm -hmm. So my word for heart is empathetic, empathy. Their ability to feel somebody else's pain, like just really feel it. They are, they're so good at that. That is their magic. I know a couple hearts and both of them are in the medical profession. Is that? Oh, that's so common. 
Okay. Yeah. A matter of fact, I'm going to skip ahead for a minute. Let's talk for a second about the kind of careers since you brought that up, the heart love. They love anything that lets them care about people. So a lot of hearts end up being nurses. I don't know if you're who you yep. know. Nurses. Both of them are, one of them is like an assistant nurse and one of them is actually a nurse. So yes, perfect. Yeah. The interesting thing is they, they're very happy to loyally serve and stay in a position. They often will stay in the same job for decades because they just found a place that they fit and they're happy there and they get to serve and care about others. They don't necessarily need to be the leader or the one making all the tough choices. They kind of are happy just serving, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I see hearts maybe being doormats a little. Yeah, they can be because they're people pleasers, which I am too. So I totally get that. But if they're like administrative assistant to a boss that they get to serve and take care of, that kind of thing, they, they can do really well in those kind of jobs. I see them get into HR sometimes, which is again, a chance to kind of serve people. They also love animals. Like a job working with animals, they would love, just be able to love on all the dogs and cats that come in. I think they do well with that kind of thing. They also want to feel included and appreciated. So they're really happy in a job where they feel needed and where people appreciate what they do. And like if everybody's going to lunch, they make sure the heart is invited and comes with them because sometimes they worry that they wouldn't be included with everybody else. So they're really happy if we make sure we notice them, ask them questions, listen to them, because they won't jump in and tell their stories like the rest of us. Gotcha. They won't just like give you their opinion. You're gonna have to, okay, seriously, I wanna know how you feel. Wow, what insight would that give to you if you're maybe not a heart and you're maybe one of the other, Oh, more confident shapes, let's just say. And you took the time to ask a heart, how are you? How are you? What do you think about this? Yeah, that just would fill their bucket, wouldn't it? It totally would. So a matter of fact, a couple years ago, I got invited to speak to all the future farmers of America kids, the high schoolers in Oklahoma. Wow. And so we get out there, we have 600 kids. And we actually figured out all their shapes and divided them by their shapes. And then we put them in different rooms so that they could get to know their peeps. And I got the privilege of going in and working with the heart. And it was so cool to meet these kids. But we kind of asked them questions about their experience and how the conference was going for them. And they all expressed, you know, we're the ones nobody even notices is there. And that night they were going to have a big dance and all of my little hearts said, you know, those are hard for us because we just stand in the back and we just hope someone will find us and include us and ask us to dance, but it usually doesn't happen. We're, we usually stand there the whole night and they're, especially as teenagers, they can be super insecure and shy too, shy. And because they don't feel real confident, they just kind of meld into the background. And I was thinking about a social situation I was in recently, and there's a lady that I know is a heart. And I thought, you know what? I don't go over and talk to her enough. Like I haven't been going to enough of an effort and she needs that. So I would really encourage you, if you know some hearts, invite them out, notice them, make sure that they feel included in everything. Well, how is this resonating with the hearts that you know? 
Oh, so much. I'm just thinking of the hearts that I know, and they are homebodies. They don't really want to go out. You kind of have to give them a little nudge. Make, oh, come on, let's go. It'll be fun. Not super go-getters, not super motivated, but so kind and so giving would just, if you'll sit and listen to their story and not over be overbearing and dominating on them, you will get a really great friend. Because they are the most loyal friends. Yeah, you want a heart as a friend. I saw a meme on Facebook recently that said, you know how everybody says, go big or go home? Yes. Because go big or go home, people who say that severely underestimate how badly I want to go home. <laughs> and I thought, that is my heart right there. Go big? No, I want to go home for sure. Not even a contest. Well, it's so foreign to me. It's so foreign to my family. We are go, go, go. And I have friends that say, not what are you doing this weekend? They say, where are you going this weekend? Like they know I'm not going to stay home. But what about the people that that is where they want to be? That's where they're, I mean, I think that's why their hearts, right? You guys did such a great job picking that shape for them because that's, they just want to be where they're super comfortable, where they can work on their home and their place. It just, it makes complete sense. Yeah. So let me tell you about the unbalanced heart because we're, okay. we're covering both sides. So the balanced heart is just, you know, so kind and sweet, loyal, all of that stuff. If fear gets triggered, they do tend to really pull back and play really small. I would say most hearts shoot too low to begin with. Like they underestimate what they're capable of. And a lot of hearts feel like they're not smart, but they really are. They are smart. They just lack the confidence in their intelligence. Out of balance hearts become less and less motivated. So we get a lot of parents who come to us and say, can you coach my kid? Because I, I can't get them out of bed in the morning. I, I can't get them motivated. Hmm. And you know what? They're just not wired with the same kind of drive. But the more their fear of failure gets triggered, the more in an unbalanced state they get, the less motivated they're going to be. They're going to attempt less. Because every time you do something, you have a chance of failing at it. Of course. Right? And you mentioned fear of failure. So our hearts, do they have more a fear of failure or more a fear of loss? Totally fear of failure dominant. Okay. So, so what does that mean for them? When you say shoots too low and they have a very big fear of failure, oh boy, I can see staying in bed and pulling the covers over my head. Yeah, that's where they want to be. Okay. <laughs> For so sure. How do we get them out of that? How do, when you, these parents come to you, what do you say to them? How do you get them back to balance? First of all, we have got to recognize that you're dealing with the heart and that's not going to come natural. So don't expect them to be a driven, super motivated out there person because you're setting them up to fail. You really are. We need to set them up for some success. That's what they need more than anything. And not just for kids, even adults. You gotta set yourself up for some success. Okay. Find an area where you can shine, where you can make a difference. Get them involved in something that does give them a chance to care and, and show up. Get them a job at the pet store, right? Or help them find some outlet that they can gain confidence in. And then make sure that they get so much validation. 
Fear of failure dominant people basically are scared to death they're not good enough all the time. So they're very needy for validation. Even seeing them to some degree is validation. Yeah, giving them that chance to talk and asking them questions, inviting them to lunch, like you said, making sure they know they're invited. That helps them be seen, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that would mean so much to them. Hearts are also a little bit more prone to depression, where some of the more excitable shapes are more prone to anxiety. Mm. Um, hearts are really susceptible to depression. And as they get into a more unbalanced state, because they're depressed, they do less, which makes them feel even worse about themselves. And it can kind of become a vicious cycle. Oh, which makes you want to stay home and hide out even more. Sure, I can see how that, that could spiral for them. And that can be really scary, even for, for a parent or even for yourself. I think if you've suffered from bouts of depression, you know when that's coming on. But again, I think it's really hard to find the steps or the motivation for yourself or for your children to help them. So I think this is really critical what you're telling us today. So the number one thing, if you parent a heart, is you've got to start teaching them that all human beings have the same exact value. And people who have these talents, that are driven, that do these things, don't have more value than you. You have different strengths, and no one's better. But your strengths are your heart, are your love, your caring for people, right? Mm. And a lot of those shapes that are really driven, they're missing that. They don't have the empathy that you have. So oh, that's incredible. And to think if you were a heart and you felt like um, maybe a little introverted or sometimes heart, can they be introverts a little bit? Oh, yeah, for sure. And thinking you see all these extroverts going big and having a YouTube channel and just going crazy. And you're like, I don't even want to do that. What is wrong with me? You start to doubt yourself. For but sure. If someone tells you, oh no, you're just, your value is in a different spot. Your magic is another magic that they your don't magic. have, right? So you got to find your magic. So okay. number one thing with a heart is to work on their self-esteem by valuing all people as the same. And I want my little heart clients to walk around all day long and see these people that would intimidate them and instead say, I have the same value as her. I have the same value as them. We all have the same value. We have different strengths and weaknesses. Just really, really work on that helping them to find some motivation. Now, a lot of my parents of hearts are going to say nothing motivates them. <laughs> nothing. But they are a people person. So what might motivate them is an activity that they would love to do to spend time with you. You know what I mean? That's more their leverage. So, hey, if you get this or that done, we'll go do this together and you'll get all my attention and and we'll have such a great time. Motivate them using people opportunities like that. We also have to teach them how to have boundaries because they cannot say no. They want to please everybody so bad that they can just be a total doormat and never value what they want. Wow. They so insightful. They have a hard time speaking their truth. They could tell you what you want to hear, not the truth. So that's why with a heart, you've got to create a safe space where they can speak their truth and you've really got to draw it out of them and ask and ask and ask. I want to know how you really feel and I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to be bothered. I'm going to love you no matter the answer. Just tell me how you really, really feel and start teaching them that it can be okay to speak up. Okay. So we're kind of 
so we're skipping all over the place. Well, we got to go back to a few more super unbalanced. And I've been telling you kind of a little unbalanced, they're insecure, they're homebodies, that kind of thing. Okay. If they have enough fear of failure experiences that they get really unbalanced, that insecurity can slide into more like hopelessness. It really can go there. I've met some hearts that, you know, I've tried to put myself out there and it never works. It never will. So hiding out at home is my only option. They can also become kind of lazy if they're super unbalanced because that motivation's just gone. Things can kind of be a mess. They might not care about their appearance or their house because they're really out of balance. They're just so down that none of that stuff matters anymore. So they can get a little messy or unorganized in that. They can also get overly emotional. I have had a couple heart clients that literally just bawled, just cried through every session for the first, I don't know, three or four weeks until, until we got that fear of failure in check. They were just weepy and that's their out of balance. We talked about octagons that they, they get opinionated and go to a victim's face. These guys just hopeless. They're so sad. Yes, absolutely. If you know a heart, what we want you to do is validate, validate, validate. So what are some ways, Sarah, that we could validate a heart? Wow. Well, when you were talking earlier, I, the word that kept coming into my mind was connection. And I think the way that you could connect with someone, and I'm thinking of my hearts, and I'm thinking of some parents that I know that I think have heart. They need your time. They need some quiet time when things are just kind of chill and where you can really start building some trust with them and, and listen, just let them talk and try not to give any advice back to them maybe and just let them connect however they need to connect. Yeah, especially if you're a shape that does tend to notice what's wrong that could be better or different. You could kind of crush a heart with too much advice on that. Sure. I had a couple years ago that I coached and the husband was a diamond. So he's a perfectionist and he wants the house perfectly clean. And, and the dynamic that quickly showed up is that she could never do anything up to his standard. Oh. So she gave up. She's yeah. like, I'm not even doing anything in this house because whatever I do, it's not enough. So we've really got to go out of our way to recognize what they do and praise any effort, make them feel successful at whatever they do. Okay. Don't give them a lot of advice and suggestions and feedback because it's just a dagger to their fear of failure. I can feel that. I mean, you just, that example felt like weight to me. Yeah, I can see how the hearts would feel very, just never good enough. And that's that's not a fun place to be. So if they do go out and make an effort or do something, just be sure to give lots of encouragement, lots of praise, lots of validation. Wow, that's so amazing. Yeah. Okay. And I love what you said about quiet listening, really. They, they're not loud. So if you're loud, you're going to scare them. Just <laughs> <laughs> down and then just be kind and soft with them and, and that'll be good. No, I, Last thing I want to say, if you are a heart and you're listening to the show, or you think you might be a heart, <laughs> you have a lot more to offer than you realize. You really do. And I would guess that you're shooting too low, that you doubt your capacity 
for, for what you can accomplish. You discount your talent. You have a ton to offer. You've got this magic in these abilities to care and feel for other people. And these are gifts not everybody has. I think hearts feel like, well, everybody has that. No, they don't. They really truly don't. This is your magic. And I really would encourage you to use it. Use it. Be the love in the room everywhere you go. Be the one who notices the person that no one's talking to and go talk to them and just ask questions. And listen, the great thing about these kind of conversations is you don't have to hardly say anything. You ask questions and get other people talking and you get to be the one that validates them, that makes them feel like someone cares. And you have more capacity to do that than any other shape. So you gotta use it. You gotta see your magic and really step into it. And the other thing I really, really want you to do all day, every day is keep reminding yourself that you have the same value as everybody, no matter what. Because that's going to be the key to really stepping into more confidence and lessening that fear of failure for you. Oh, Kim, that's just such great advice. And that is just the beauty of the 12 Shapes program. And that's the beauty of taking the quiz is that once you know your shape and you know what fears are triggering you and you know what you value, once you're able to get into that and understand that that's your magic and not everybody else has that magic, then you really start to rock it. And that is what made such a big difference for me. And I really just think that's what the 12 Shapes program is all about. It is. You know, there was a phrase that I heard Nicole say all the time, Sarah. She would say, there's a place for everybody. The mm -hmm. world, we would not have what we need in this world without every one of these shapes. And hearts are important. We need people with your gifts for empathy. There is a huge place for you. So step into it. Oh, I love it. Well, I'm excited to go and spend some time and spend some time listening with the hearts that I know. And if you think you want to find out what your shape is, go ahead and visit us at 12shapes.com or the quiz. You can go to app.12shapes.com. Take your quiz and then watch the little video after and it will show you your shape and your balanced and your unbalanced behavior. And it's just really eye-opening, isn't it, Kim? It is so fun. Awesome. Well, we just want to thank everybody for listening today and hope you got some of those insights you were hoping for. And hopefully you'll be able to move forward with some of your, your relationships because when you know better, you can do better. So join us again next week for some more of Explain People.